back. This is our second episode. We are going to be getting into a very exciting topic, at least to us and hopefully to you. Um, we're going to be talking about urban legends today. So what's going on? What's going on, ladies? I think I'm super <laughs> excited to do this episode today because urban legends, they're so broad and they've been around for so long Definitely. that I'm super stoked to kind of touch base. And I think that we can kind of make this more than one episode. This is just kind of dabbling putting our feet in the water we can kind of dive a little bit deeper in multiple episodes what do you guys think agreed um should we introduce ourselves again Mm -hmm. yeah introduce ourselves first before we get into it this is ashley all right it's will hi i'm Jeanette. alex we back all right so just touching base um like Jeanette had said earlier we basically could make a lot of episodes about this because with it you know, within each uh, country or culture, there's, you know, a plentiful amount of urban legends. So we're just touching base on ones that we either hold near and dear to our heart or we are either fascinated by something along the lines of that. Before we get into that, have you guys done anything this week? No. Yeah, <laughs> literally no. <laughs> I have worked. I watched the new American Horror Story Oh, episode. yeah, I did that also. Yeah, I watched. Yeah, did you like it? I just don't understand. What I don't the fuck either. Is going Chago on. and I were trying to go, you know, over it, and I had no idea what was going on. Um, I feel like that's a lot with American Horror Story, and then it can either go like really good in the beginning. You're kind of like, okay, I can dig this, and then towards the middle, it just gets really jumbled, and then at the end, a lot of times they're scrambling to put the pieces together to make sense out of it. Have yeah. you watched it yet? I saw bits and pieces. That was the first one, right? and I'm kind of ju- like everybody else, just as confused. Yeah. I just wanted, I wanted to watch it because I wanted to see the crossover, and it's like already two episodes, and I'm like, I don't get how. How it's going to pan out. Yeah. I like the lesbian tension between Sarah Paulson and Kathy Bates. Yeah. I'm like, oh, God, what's going to happen now? You have her haircut. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. Thank um, you. <laughs> Thank you for that. I haven't seen it yet, but I will catch up shortly. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think I've been to... <laughs> what are you guys cackling about off off mic? A Kathy Bates haircut. And the fact that I definitely am Kathy Bates. Oh, my God. <laughs> but it's fine. I'm not upset at all. I, I did see The Predator. It was terrible. Really We bad. knew that. It was Don't terrible. What actress was in it? Olivia Munn, Olivia right? Munn. She's so beautiful. And Jacob I Tremblay. I love him. But it was just like, I I just wasn't my cup of tea. Was it at least writing. fun? Yeah, but it was like the whole time you're like, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> like, it was like what they, they t- too much like, She's like something uh, that worked <laughs> in the 80s. Did, it didn't work now. I just okay. Like, yeah. like, I can see that. Was there like terrible CGI and stuff? Like it was that? just like really bad. Uh, like it was really bad talking. I don't know. I don't know how to say it. the script. The was script bad. is bad. Yeah, they were like, just making cheesy one cheesy yeah. one liners and all that. <laughs> but everybody, everybody in the movie had to like had puns, and they all just were like sarcastic, which. Mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense it's like for like an hour and a half you yeah where just, everybody was work. witty and you're just like how is everybody that's just, kind of like us <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds like a cheesy horror yeah. action flick that didn't hit the mark i feel like we have to see it though you yeah, kind of have it um i'll wait for will to find the torrent and then <laughs> yeah i was like you wait <laughs> we don't do any illegal we things watch it at home. <laughs> um, do a paid obviously yeah, I, I haven't seen anything lately well we've all seen the nun yes yes um i have a lot to say about that movie (laughs) i don't have much no (laughs) it was not ideal i mean it was oh it just seemed like an okay like 
typical Saturday night horror movie. You know, it it didn't blow me away. It wasn't as scary. Like it could have gone straight to Netflix type movie. Not no not well not that it was actually you know the score made it like a lot more cinematic and. The acting was great. I Good mean, scare I, factor. You know, I felt yeah. like there were scary parts to I, it. I was not that scared by that movie. I was, I was scared of... at least two and a half times. And by scared, I Perhaps mean like three. they got me with a jump scare. Yeah. yeah. Like I didn't leave that movie like feeling fucked up, which again, like I, I said in the first episode, those are the kind of horror movies I like mm. the most. But, um, you know, like there's two jump scares that actually got to me. It was fun. I mean, I was I was laughing. We were, we were laughing cackling. at it because like there were just some one liners in there. We were like, okay, this is like, unnecessary. <laughs> well, but like cinematography wise, it was, it was beautiful. beautiful. It was beautiful. beautiful. So yeah. I mean, yeah. I would still say like definitely check it out if you haven't. Yeah. And if you like jump scares, the movie itself was beautifully made, like we said. Really but, crappy plot lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's I, what that's you're for. What it was for me, the plot was a little. Well, yeah. I think when you have a plot that's so convoluted I don't know if that's the right word I feel like that's accurate yeah it's really hard to get scared because your tr- your mind is more so focused on figuring out what the fuck you're watching yeah <laughs> <laughs> and you're and that was the whole thing with me trying to follow all the mythology and then understand it and then I felt like I was missing like scares because I was too fo- my energy was focused elsewhere. I think yeah same here but for me it was really the tone like I could just tell I mean not that it's a bad thing that there, the tone was like, you know, typical, like I said, typical Saturday Night Horror movie. But I felt like with that set location and, like, the the cinematography... They, they could have, have really, done so much they more. They really could have made that movie scary. Yeah. But they didn't. And I think it was because, you know, they're trying to make it a mainstream horror movie and bank on it. Like, you know, no shade. Get your money. But it was okay. That's all my, my opinion on it is. And I guess we could maybe go further into like spoilers when we could do like maybe a conjuring universe episode you know that'd be but, cool yeah. yeah so i was on twitter the other day and i saw on twitter that... forever. <laughs> <laughs> she stays on twitter <laughs> i love twitter um yeah and i saw that they are rebooting child's play and i'm just like why why i agree yeah so i don't know why this is happening i kind of wish this is one of those movies that they kind of kept and not remade. I, I don't know how they're going to make it scary now. Like, yeah. it's going to be a doll. I know? feel like I was like, what? It, it kind of, I didn't expect it. Because mm-hmm. didn't they just make one, like, last year that on was ne- a Netflix? Netflix? Yeah. yeah. Which was, I loved. Anytime that that director, who I can't remember his name, um, him and the, the guy who plays Chucky, I every single movie they've made in that franchise, they've done it together, I think. And I think that... It, it's a great franchise. This is a totally yes, different is. director, though, right? Yeah, yeah. It's not the same director, and yeah, I the, the Twitter post said Twitter post was um, Don Mancini. That's his name. He tweeted the Mariah Carey meme that said, <laughs> "I don't know." Funny. <laughs> it said, "It says I don't know her," and he he captioned it. That's all I have to say on the subject. So, is that shade? That's, that's a lot. Shade. It's definitely shade. Definitely shade. 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 So, um, oh, God. We'll still like, watch it. I feel it. like, you know, like, the reboot of Nightmare on Elm Street or, like, the reboot of um, Poltergeist. It's, I think it's really bad to remake movies without 
the original talent being involved in some sort of way. Yeah, yeah. with like direction or guide or yeah. something along or the lines of that. Or even just EPing Talk to so, them. Yeah, yeah get, it's just the, the universe they created. <laughs> I think that it, it works really well. Like I, I think the new Halloween movie is going to be great because John Carpenter and like Jamie Lee are involved. Mm-hmm, right. Yeah, but I mean, I guess we could... We'll watch, watch it. it. We're definitely we'll watch still it. watch it. Yeah, but, but I'm a, I'm a little apprehensive, of course. Um, how about you guys? Any horror news that you guys want to talk about? Not so much horror related, but plans. By oh, the yeah. time this airs, I will already be back from Los Angeles, and I'm super stoked to go out there. I'm going to do a lot of spooky things. Slashback videos definitely on my list, and that's in conjunction with the Bearded Ladies Mystic Museum. Mm-hmm. So I'll definitely check both those out. Halloween Town is right down the street in Burbank. I'm also you're going pl- to Universal, right? Yeah, I'm planning on going to Universal Horror Nights. So expensive. I, I know, tickets. but yeah, so know. fun, so fun, so worth it. I don't. I feel like I will definitely have. $150 worth of fun. Remember, <laughs> <laughs> it used to be for the Express Pass, like, 100 And now it's 150 It's, like, yeah. almost no, it's, 170 it's, or Shut the fuck up. $200. That's shut. the VIP Pass. I just uh, got Express. So, VIP, I mean, if you got that kind of money where you can dish you know, out. I looked I looked for the weekend I was going to be oh, there. Oh, yeah. And, and it also October depends on what day and The closer it gets to Halloween, the more yeah, expensive it gets as well. And it's more expensive on weekends, yeah. probably. Yeah. 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 yeah, I'm going on a Sunday. So, I'm super excited to go. A lot of the mazes look really cool. Halloween 4 is there uh trick-or-treats there so i'm excited we'll do they see. have uh an american horror story one this year as well no i don't think they have american horror story they have a blumhouse one they have there's a bunch of different horse. ones yeah so i'm excited for that and then um what else was happening when i was in la oh the oddities flea market is going to be oh, there yeah. i might check it out i haven't decided yet well if you don't go you can always go to the one that's going to happen here in december mm-hmm. so i think i might wait for the december one because as you guys all know i have yet to go i feel like it's Oh, it's such a money trap. And my and bank it's, account. A, it's a fun either. money trap. Yeah. <laughs> I can't splurge. There, there's also a Halloween one taking place as well, right? In like two weeks. But it's, the it's flea a market. different, yeah. It's a f- That's St. Vitus. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, on the 7th, so we're going to plan to do that. Other okay. trips too, though, no? Yeah. Well, like the fact we're going we'll to be, Salem. We'll be, well, they already talked We already about mentioned it, it yeah. in the first one. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah just kidding. All I right. Mean, no, no, we Three, can still. Th- two, one. <laughs> Action. <laughs> and then me and Alex are going to New Orleans in a couple of weeks, so we're all going to be gone. In a week and a half. Oh, shit. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. We're okay. going to Salem Ooh. and other places. But yeah, fun. So there's this game that I want to get if you guys want to come play it with me. It's called Home Sweet Home. It's a survival horror game. And they released it last year. I think it was only on Steam and uh, PC, so only on the computer. But they are releasing it for PlayStation and Xbox on October 9th, digital download, and I guess the hard copy is October 16th, but I really want to play it. What's the premise of it? Like, do you know? I heard that it's basically based off millennials to see if they can pay a mortgage in this day and age. Stop. <laughs> and I just, I don't think I can handle playing That's that. the scariest game of all. <laughs> it's yeah. true life. I lost. I lost. Yeah. Um, so, the <laughs> so it's about a guy who wakes up um, in a house, and that's me know. after a Saturday night party. <laughs> Don't know where I'm at. Blacked out. He doesn't know where he's at, and the whole time he's chased by a female ghost. Oh, that's definitely us. Yeah, and it's Boo. Boo. <laughs> 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 okay, guys. And then, like, uh, it's steeped in Thai folk- folklore, so yeah. I don't know much about Urban that, but... Legend. 
but it sounds scary. Spooky pet say you. And the gameplay is only five hours long, so I feel like we can knock it out in like one night or something. But I'll watch you. Okay, I, I'll cool. play with you. I'll play. Okay, yeah, you'll play I'm with done. me. When yeah. I play those type of games, I always close my eyes and I just like <laughs> run into the wall and like hope that like I don't see. But well, see, so you can't do this with this You're game. Like, this is working. It's I'm, <laughs> it literally I, is. I'm like, just tell me where to go. Someone else, tell me where to go, and I'll just keep my eyes. Closed. No, this kind of game, it's not like Resident Evil where you have weapons and stuff. It's about stealth and hiding, so you can't just run into walls. You kind of you have to like. You have to be sus. Yeah, and there's like, also pun- me <laughs> avoiding the guys who buy you drinks at the bar. Um. Laying off snacks <laughs> for like a week. Yeah, if you have to hide, but whenever you see that the ghost is coming, and if she sees you, then you die. So it's one of those kind of games. So I'm looking forward to downloading that on our PS4 and forcing you guys to sit there with me. It's kind of like Medusa, you know. (laughs) Don't let her see you. (laughs) (laughs) So earlier this week, we all got together and ordered some pizza and decided to watch Urban Legend. Tried (laughs) Tried to order pizza. I can't believe Will had never seen that movie, Urban Legend. I hadn't even heard of it, to be honest. I think we decided to do it just because we were going to talk about Urban Legends this Mm -hmm. week, and it was kind of like a way to get the juices flowing, hear some Urban Legends, and then expose people to that whole... What's the word I'm looking for? Because they have like more than one movie. Experience? um, That whole... Collection? Subgenre? Yeah, yeah. That whole subgenre of the urban legend. Yeah. So we uh, we wanted to wait for um, our pizza before we started the movie. And how long did it take us? To an hour and 25 minutes. <laughs> Woo! Shout an out Domino's. Thank you. It'll be there in 25 to 35 minutes. Okay. Three hours, hours later. later. <laughs> we Googled how far the Domino's was to our house. Like we could have walked and picked up the pizza faster than mm-hmm. they delivered it. Or just made the pizza from scratch after harvesting <laughs> tomatoes and just all the ing- milking a cow for cheese, you know, just... We'll do that next time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but know, thankfully we did not wait it. for the pizza. We just started it before. It How'd you guys there. feel about it? Mm-hmm. Recent? No, pizza the, the movie. movie. I'm upset about <laughs> both. Say, no, I'm kidding. So, <laughs> in the, the, the whole premise of Urban Legends, I think I have a... I had, like, a difficult time distinguishing what what it was versus like it being a superstition or for or a myth, or like a myth. Yeah. Yeah. yeah or a myth and i guess it's it's like so the definition of urban legend is a humorous or horrific story or piece of information circulated as though true especially on purporting what may is that Reporting yeah. To mm-hmm. involve someone vaguely related or known to the teller. So basically it means that someone you know may know someone and it happened to that person that mm-hmm. you may know. Yeah, my baby mama's grandpa's uncle's third <laughs> yeah. cousin's dog. It happened to Twice him. Twice removed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's what makes sense. And I was like, that's why it's urban because it's not really old mm-hmm. per se, but it's like this rumor. It's a rumor, basically, like an old wives' tale or something that... Mm-hmm. Yeah, an old baby time. mama's tale. Yeah. <laughs> so, what do you guys think about the movie? I actually really love that movie, and there's also a second one, Urban Legends: The Final Cut, that there's came out two years. There's like multiple <laughs> in this whole franchise. Yeah. Um, but I like slasher films. They're funny to me. This is going to be a spoiler, but I also like the fact that a female is the murderer in this movie and she's like legit mm-hmm. crazy so i kind of resonate with that a little bit yeah i loved how her acting switched at the end she was like she had crazy eyes and <laughs> you uh, know uh, she really 180 <laughs> yeah she really played it up well it's an it's it's definitely an entertaining movie like i i felt like i 
I was completely enamored by what was going on because when you guys were talking, I was like, please shut up. I'm trying to watch yeah. <laughs> it. It really was entertaining. And, you know, it's it's a good movie. Jared Leto's in it. Like, you can't. I know. That's I I, I mean. Tara Reid. It has some classic <laughs> horror cults Tara. favorites. Jared Leto was like being so um, standoffish with that girl. Like, he was not into her. He, he literally <laughs> said no words to her. And she still, you know, gave him feedback. You know, yeah, totally, <laughs> definitely. I, I feel you. Was he looking at me? No, no. bitch. No. He wasn't even. <laughs> and then with the best friend, like, he started making out with her when she started crying. Oh, so this is happening. This is how you do it. It's, yeah, yeah, this is how Will stealing all my boyfriends. <laughs> I actually yeah. ran into it. I actually ran into Jared Leto at um, Hard Summer. Random. Yeah, he was watching. I think me and Lee were kind of walking to another stage. And Dylan Francis was on the main stage. And then we're in the back of the audience, you know, because we were trying to go somewhere else. And then I was, like, looking, you know, it was dark already. It wasn't, like, during the day. And I was like, wait, is that? Was he in his mythical Jesus form? <laughs> or a green Gucci suit. No, I think that was when he still had long hair. And I was like, is that Jerry? You know, because his face is so distinctive, those big eyes and everything. And it was him. He was just standing there watching Dylan Francis with his arms crossed, kind of like celebrities yeah just like, like us no and no one realized it was him so that was like i looked at him and i was like hey and he was like hey and on me and lee just kind of kept on but he's actually taller in person which was surprising but um yeah he likes to rave you guys so and <laughs> peeking can we talk about can we talk about the goth shaming in the movie oh my god oh yes. yeah why is it that the one goth girl happens to be a slut addicted to drugs and gets murdered <laughs> While the girl thinks she's getting fucked, but in, in actuality, she's she's. <laughs> That's getting how killed. all goths go out. You oh, spoiler that. alert! By the way, <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Yeah, also, that was really unfortunate. Flashing her wrist. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That was just because you wear black doesn't mean you're depressed. You don't have to cut your wrist and black your eyes. It's just a song. <laughs> okay, Hawthorne Heights. <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, it's typical. Like '90s, like goth kids are always weird. Like movies that purport that that uh purport that what's the word, you guys? I keep I'm getting distracted by the fucking piano in my ear. Yeah, that is. Can you guys hear that? Yeah. Hear it. Wait, I can't hear it. What I can. I can't <laughs> hear it in our. I can hear it out there, but I can't hear. Yeah, it. I can't yeah. hear it in here, but definitely out there. I can um, hear it in here. That that um stigma. Yeah, that stereotype. There you go. Um, '90s movies definitely purported that that stereotype that you know goth kids are depressed and weird and suicidal. Suicide movies were made by white men. Yeah, true. I mean, and that's the reason why probably people I'm not made not fun of us. So I met most school. '90s horror movies. Yeah. That's the reason why most people, or that's why people teased us in high school, in middle school, for, you know, dressing in all black and being weird. The so the movies like we this. Even if I was. It's no. seasonal <laughs> depression. Jesus. It's, that's been a really long season, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that movie was basically like a ripoff of I Know What You Did Last Summer and Scream put together. Mm-hmm. You know, like the ending part where, uh, like how it shows her flashback, how she killed the the guy playing chicken. Yeah. That's a ripoff of I Know What I mean, You Did Last I guess- Summer. We right. should say like the premise of the movie, what what it's about. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Well, shout out to shout out to this movie because Denise Hempfield from Scream Scream Queens is based off of the character, the security guard in this movie. You know, I oh thought, that's right. Yeah. I was dying because after I was like, oh my god, this Denise Hempfield. You know, the entire time. Yeah. I said, this is really good. <laughs> yeah. So 
I think for its time, Urban Legend was a really cool movie concept Mm -hmm. because it kind of brought together all of these different urban legends that we grew up with. Mm -hmm. And then... Like the big three or four. Yeah. And then kind of spread them out and made a movie based off of it. You know, a teen slasher film where they're in school and there's killings going on and they're trying to hide it. But then also it's just getting too big and out of proportion and it follows kind of like this group of friends who... It's happening to the main girl. Yeah, they're all dying around the main final girl. They're all getting killed by an urban legend, basically. Yeah, so. For its time, I feel like it was really original. Conceptual. Yeah, it could have gone (laughs) a different way. Robert England was the best actor in that movie. Oh my god, yeah. (laughs) He had like four lines. He was was killing it. And Brad Dourif, who is the the gas attendant in the beginning, who is also the voice of Chucky. Uh, I confirm uh, that. uh, Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's whenever, really cool that they... Whatever they happened to him? There. Remember he went to jail because they said he was the killer? They yeah, never... They I have never, so many... Oh, yeah, they they ended up at that gas that. station again, too, but we don't see him. Yeah. He's in jail. He's in jail. <laughs> <laughs> I think that movie helped kind of get the juices flowing for everybody and pick topics that we could talk about for at least our first episode of An Urban Legend. So who wants to go first about their urban legend? I mean, I, I guess I can go. Do you want, Should I go? Yeah, definitely. All right, so um, I many of you may not know me, but because we're just starting out, many of you may know me. Um, if you've hung out with me at any time of day or night, I'm probably eating snacks, which are also based off candy, so I basically... <laughs> You're <laughs> a candy-holic. Queen. Snack yeah. queen, snack queen. Hi, my name's Will. Hi, Will. <laughs> I'm a candy-holic. No, but anyways, I based it off of uh, the, the urban legend that... You know, around Halloween time, people would be giving out poison candy or, you know, candy with heroin needles or razor blades, pins, etc. And basically, this this technically is an urban legend because once Halloween got popularized around 1950s and trick-or-treating was happening and people were going out, taking their kids, making it more of a tradition, you know, there's always the fear of, I'm taking my most prized possession out to strangers to get something they are going to ingest. Did your parents ever check your candy? Yes. Oh, all the time, definitely. Yeah, Yeah, and what's even worse is that, like, in the area that I would go around out in, it was, was, people were giving out loads of candy, and we'd go, I lived by a park, which had this this whole festival, so there were always just kids, you know, circular, what do you call it? Just going around the park and, Perusing. Perusing, you know, meandering about the park, but basically... Uh, as you may think, when you're taking your kids to strangers, of course you're going to assume the worst. You know, what what may happen if my child ingests this candy or, you know, what could be in here, et cetera, et cetera. But it, I find it so interesting that um, initially when I was looking up this urban legend, I thought to myself, you know, this this can't be true. Why would anyone, why would anyone want to harm a child? But I looked more and more into it and then Ashley had enlightened me on the subject But what's insane is that in 1974, a guy actually poisoned his own kid for insurance money. Uh, This guy named Ronald Clark O'Brien basically took his two kids out with a family friend and their kids to go trick-or-treating. They go to this house. No one's there. And then he says, oh, you know, let me make sure no one was there. He comes back with these pixie sticks uh, and says, you know, oh, my gosh, you know, these, these people had a lot of money to spend on candy. At the end of the night, he takes his kids home, says, oh, you can pick one candy. Uh, His son picks the pixie stick. Kid eats it. Five minutes later, kid's like, dad, dad, something's wrong. 
ends up dying. They test the candy. There's enough cyanide to kill basically three adult grown human beings. And uh, they find out later that he had taken out $60,000 worth of uh, life insurance on his kids. And he was also $100,000 in debt. So he basically murdered his own son to get insurance money to prevent him from losing his home. Is this some well, that's shit. dark. <laughs> Very dark. And that's where the whole Candyman uh, urban legend came from, is the fact that Homeboy killed his son with candy so he wouldn't lose his house. Not to be confused with the 1990s um, Candyman film. Yes, yeah. very different. <laughs> this is, yeah, yeah. So we'll, Not Tony Todd, not Tony Todd. We'll touch base on that later, but I just, I found it fascinating because something that's linked to, uh, not youthfulness, but innocence almost, you know, when you think of candy, you know, when they, when they advertise candy, it's usually advertised toward younger people. It's colorful, it's fun, you know, and... It's very dark when you think about this urban legend. It's crazy. Did I really you, like that urban legend. <laughs> I like it too. Did you see um, Night of the Demons? Mm-mm. No. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I have seen In it. In Night of the Demons, there's this little weird pocket story that's like, I don't know. There's a name for this. Mm-hmm. At the beginning and the end of the movie, this old man buys razor blades to put in the apples, and his wife made... Um, apple, apple pie, pie <laughs> and he is eating the apple pie when <laughs> oh my god Classic yeah karma it's awful but when i was eating an apple at work yesterday no lie seriously my coworker was like did you check that and i said what the hell are you talking about and she's like didn't you see the the news story about the people eating strawberries and apples and they're oh, putting yeah pins i read in about them? that too. Yeah, <gasps> yeah no that it happened in australia, in australia so everyone yeah. down under beware we're fine in america for now I, and i i i was actually biting into the apple she's like oh wait 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 did you check that i'm like no no i didn't i was i washed it you know but (laughs) jesus so yeah it's it's i i found that one rather fascinating cut up your fruit cut up your your fucking candy (laughs) check your candy don't eat pixie sticks hopefully you know what cyanide smells like you know (laughs) oh my god does it have a smell no i I don't know i've never ingested (laughs) cyanide i'll let you know when i you know make us our next meal Uh, all right, so uh, <laughs> with that being said, who wants to go next? I think I'll go next. So I picked probably one of the most popular, if not the most popular, urban legend out there. And this bitch is so popular. She has <laughs> movies made after her. My favorite Sunday brunch alcoholic beverage is <laughs> named after her. And then after a day of binging on Monday morning on her, I wake up and look in the mirror. And I know I look scary as fuck, which is what I imagine her to look like. So if you True guys story, haven't figured y'all. it out, I'm talking about Bloody Mary. Ooh. <laughs> and I picked this one, obviously one, for its popularity. And two, I think we can all relate because she is genuinely terrifying. Mm-hmm. And in the first episode, I talk about how my sister and my friends and I would always have slumber parties on the weekends and I feel like a lit ass iconic slumber party involved Bloody Mary somehow it was also like an initiation into the crew like okay you want to chill with us you got to go in the bathroom by yourself summon this bitch and if you survive then you can be our homie (laughs) so I feel like that's kind of fucked up and I was the oldest of our group so I kind of felt obligated to do it this little seance and I didn't want to be like a bitch who couldn't summon Bloody Mary because I was too scared but even after I did it and obviously I'm fine knock on wood I'm still here (laughs) um for now 
Yeah, exactly. Even now, like, it's still terrifying. You know, when you wash your face and, you know, in the horror movies, when they bend down, they're doing that, washing their face or whatever, and then they come back up and there's someone behind them. I was always afraid of that. And to this day, I'll be washing my hair and close my eyes because I don't want to get soap in my eyes, think of some fucked up ass shit, and then you're like, oh, God, I gotta wash my hair faster. (laughs) Um, Are you thinking Bloody Mary while you're brushing your teeth and shit? What's happening? I mean, it (laughs) could be Bloody Mary. I feel like when I was younger and after I first did it, you're definitely skeptical. Like this. Just the idea of someone behind you is what's frightening. I've gotten soap in my eye, and I'm just like, oh, God, this is where I die. This is how I die. (laughs) Or you say, um, also, again, bringing it back, Candyman. Yeah. Man five times there's so many Similar. there's so many variations that's probably, obviously that's probably where they got that in ahs like the piggy man in first season oh remember? is it the yeah when the guy goes to the therapist and he's like i can't you know i think it's the piggy man or something he can't say it three times and then oh that's right yeah boy gets shot so if you don't know <laughs> the background of bloody mary there's quite a few different ones so apparently there was this woman this one's my favorite at least her name was queen mary from london and she was responsible for like over 300 Protestant deaths because she was trying to make uh, England quote unquote more Catholic. So they always had like this folklore around her because she was killing so many innocent people, she could never get pregnant. And she actually had two pregnancy scares. The first one, she had like a false pregnancy. She was like, belly was swollen. Uh, she was ready to give birth. And then when it came down to it, I guess it didn't happen and it was just like I said a false pregnancy and then later like a few years later the same thing happened again uh but she kept it on the low because she didn't want anyone to know that she was potentially pregnant so when that whole thing went down again and she was going into labor um I guess she died during the middle of it so I don't know if she had like appendicitis or if people died of a lot of yeah exactly there was no like vaccines or medicine this bitch had bloat (laughs) she just ate a bad room burrito i mean it's probably karma because she killed she killed all those people who didn't convert to catholicism so so yeah that bitch bitch. (laughs) (laughs) but i mean that's just kind of like the folklore behind it and how to invoke her in case you weren't invited to any slumber parties and want to call upon bloody mary is you're going to go into the bathroom it has to be dark it could be any room actually with a mirror wait is there a mirror in here no i don't think so <laughs> um, accidentally fucking call this bitch in here and <laughs> you have a it's a dark bathroom or like i said wherever you're at with a lit candle you're by yourself you're going to look into the mirror and you're going to chant her name and it just kind of depends like three five times and apparently how she gets you is after you chant her name set amount of times she'll either scratch you gouge out your eyes you also should say that you believe in her this is what i read and if you really want to piss her off remember it goes back to the original origins of her about how she couldn't have a baby you can be like i killed your baby bloody mary Oh. So if you're really about that life, you can also use that phrase as well. Wouldn't that make her more vengeful? And yeah, exactly. I got a baby and you don't. <laughs> so I guess that's why she comes out. And I feel like being children and doing this, they also were saying that she steals kids. So that's kind of like the outcomes that could potentially happen if you do invoke her. So if you do, don't quote me on this, you know, but bye. Elizabeth Bathory, too. Bring that up. I love her. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. She's like, she is definitely part of that. Yeah, she's another sub story that they said the origins came from. Elizabeth Bathory, she was like bathing in young girls' virgin blood to yes. keep herself youthful. And if the story is based off of her, that's metal as fuck. But it's just one of the options that they have I think for Bloody Mary. I actually know a little bit more about that. Um, just a tiny bit. Um, 
So yeah, the rumor was that she would kill all of the the handmaidens and servants that hired to that were hired to work for her in her castle. And yeah, she wanted their blood to appear more youthful. But I think that's not a it's not confirmed, but she did kill a bunch of people like yeah. in her castle. So basically she was just a a crazy um serial killer and she was never really apprehended about it because she was nobility. Wasn't a character in Salem based off of her too? Did I'm you I'm pretty watch sure. That? Yeah. I, I mean I haven't seen Salem in a while. So who knows the exact origins of Bloody Mary. Ooh. Ooh, but make sure you do it. Let us know how it goes. Boo. <laughs> um so my my urban legend is the babysitter slash the man upstairs. And I wanted to talk about this legend um, because when I was younger, I remember reading it for the first time and scary stories to tell in the dark. You know they're making a movie off of that. They are? Yeah, yeah. supposedly. Uh, is it gonna, well, it's a children's book, so I don't know if they're going to make it scary, scary. But it should be fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was one of the stories I read in that book when I was like in elementary school. And I also remember the, el- the illustration of that story very vividly. It's like the girl holding up the phone and her eyes look all big. And I think there's like a shadow in the background too. That guy's illustrations are so effing Fucked scary. Up, yeah. <laughs> like doesn't um, Sana, um, right? She has a tattoo. Yeah, yeah the tattoo. Shout out the- to Sana. Hey. I- and that's an urban legend. <laughs> she has a tattoo on her, right? Isn't yeah. it the bride? Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, that guy's illustrations were super scary. Um, but yeah, I wanted to talk about the babysitter and the urban legend goes, a young girl is babysitting a couple of kids. After she puts them to sleep, she starts watching TV. She gets a phone call from a man asking, have you checked on the children? She thinks it's a prank and hangs up. The man calls back and asks again, this time ending with a laugh. She gets scared and calls the police. The, the phone reads a third time and she answers by saying, leave me alone, but it's not the man, it's the police. They have traced the call and it's coming from inside the house. She looks over and sees a man coming down the stairs. And there's a multiple endings for this story. One version of the story ends with her running upstairs and the children are brutally murdered or kidnapped. Um, another version, the kids are tied up and hidden in the closet and they can't find the, the man, the stranger. And then there's another version is the both babysitter and kids end up murdered. And then maybe the more safer version is um, the police get there and apprehend the stranger in the house before he does anything to the babysitter and the kids. How do you tell their parents? Like, let's just imagine that for a second. It's more safe. More yeah. safe. I'm sorry. And you're like, hey, I don't know what the fuck happened. Yeah, exactly. So I think the, that urban legend plays off the fears and anxieties of the babysitter because, you know, she's taking care of someone else's kids and it's her responsibility to make sure that they're safe. And I've read in different uh, in my research that basically the man upstairs is her conscience you know have you checked on the children basically yeah so there's a little bunch of movies based off of this urban legend there's house of the devil um when a stranger calls and when a stranger calls back <laughs> the remake of that movie is so bad that black girl's acting i can't remember her name but like I don't know. Did, did you guys ever see the remake? Not of the Shane? remake. I, I only saw the, the first other, one. Yeah. It's so bad. Like, I remember me and my um, sister used to, like, make fun of that scene a lot. She's like, what? Stop calling me. It was, like, such bad acting. Um, Black Christmas is also based Ooh, off Ooh, of, that was a good movie. Yeah. That was actually, classic. it's very, like, campy, but that was a good movie. Um, Amusement is based off of it. And then Scream is not exactly based off of it, but, you know, the first 15 minutes of you know the guy calling Drew Barrymore that's based off of the opening sea of when a stranger calls but the urban legend is based in some truth there was a 50s murder um in Columbia Missouri oh 
I was like, bitch. <laughs> not, not the college, not the, or, oh, you mean the, the country? country. The country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, there was a, a murder in 1950s. Her name was Jeanette. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> Jeanette Christman. Um, she was babysitting one night for a couple named the Romax. That's, that's her last name. And the story goes, or the police report says that she called and she was screaming, saying, come quick. But the call was cut off they were unable to trace the call because back then you know it wasn't as instantaneous as it is now so they didn't know who was calling and then the romax came home from you know their date or whatever and found her dead so um and this really happened yeah this is really ha- yeah this Damn, really Jeanette, happened sorry i'm actually a ghost <laughs> i mean yeah that complexion woo. yeah so that i guess that's where that urban legend kind of stemmed from was that story like it wasn't a stranger. They said that they all well, people think that a friend of the Romax. So they is, never found the killer. No, it's a, it's a cold case. Mm. But it's believed that Robert Mueller, not the guy investigating Trump right now, which is crazy, <laughs> it's the same exact name. But Robert Mueller was the killer. He knew the Romax, and the Romax told the police that he said um, that he thought that Jeanette was like very curvaceous and well matured for her <laughs> age. <laughs> <laughs> but um, not funny. She's dead. No, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's believed that he did it, and it's believed that he also killed another girl two blocks away named Mary Lou Jen- Jenkins, and they think that because they both died the same way, they both got strangled with an electrical cord. Was she also curvaceous and well-matured for I, her <laughs> Probably. I think that seemed like his type. <laughs> but Dark. yeah, it's based, based in truth. It wasn't a stranger, but someone did break into the house while she was babysitting and someone got murdered yeah yeah my urban legend um is one that i still am terrified of the killer in the backseat massive anxiety all the time oh yeah <laughs> every definitely. time i would get in my car look in my car check my car before exiting my car um this urban legend is also in scary stories, but it's mm-hmm. just a different variation. I think it's the short one called High, High Beams. Beams. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really like this because it's, it's honestly something that still scares me. But it's basically a story that started circulating in 1967 that may be based off of a um, incident in New York City where there was a killer or like a crazy person who escaped from a mental hospital and was in the backseat of a detective's car and he was shot to death. Oh, this is a true story? It's It could be based on oh, it. Okay. It's like the only known fact of something like that actually happening. But um, there are different variations of the story and it's more so rooted in morals and it's very racist and sexist. Uh, <laughs> I mean. uh, but basically the variations of it is that like one story is that a woman goes to um, use her credit card at a gas station which isn't this story is an urban legend it's the beginning um, of urban yeah, legends but yeah but it's like that that urban legend is the is it like word for word what happens and is that the gas station the man working at the gas station tries to get her inside to tell her that the uh, her credit card's being declined so he could tell her that there's someone in her back seat. Um, and then the other one is high beams where, like, someone is tailgating you and flashing their high beams, and they're doing it because every time they see the killer come up, they're trying to, like, get him to hide, mm-hmm. trying to get you to stop the car. And 
it's rooted in a belief that women are weak and women should be appreciative of the man who saves is trying life. to save them and it's not all men who who are like bad or trying to kill you um and then of course like in most variations of the story the guy the killer is african american really yeah okay um I have problems with that. So do I. Very problematic. But yeah, I, I like the, you know, the that uh, like the women in the story are always like stupid. They're dumb. Of they're course. they're they don't pay attention. I mean, they're women, right? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just kidding. Also problematic. <laughs> uh, but I really like that. Like looking into the origin is that uh, the story has created such a subconscious fear that people often check their back seats before getting into their cars without even realizing it. Uh, and this is in like so many different movies i feel definitely yeah American i know there's a story yeah. yeah i know right there's an, the one halloween movie i've seen it in um urban legend mm-hmm. like yeah. urban legend did the same thing but the killer actually kills her, kills her by de- decapitation yeah she did it multiple times real life real life cut get this uh my my uh beauty school teacher for core shout out to mallory was telling me that while she was in her car Somebody had gotten into the backseat of her car, and it actually happened to her. And I, I just That's was completely crazy. yeah. It's yeah, insane. There, actually, it's insane that that actually happened to her. There's, it's happened to a lot of people actually. If you don't lock your cars, which is why I always bug you guys about locking the apartment. I yeah. woke up this morning, the front door was unlocked. But people, if they try, Wait, which door? Door? See how hard your, my eyes are rolling. Oh, uh, it's probably you. We're all uh, or, or somebody that's not. <laughs> me. I am always like such a stickler about making sure everything's locked. You guys, like I know it seems weird and paranoid, but. You know that's how people can get in they just check the doors like i think the vampire killer richard chase he just tried doors and you know god told him it was okay for him to go in and kill people because the door was unlocked so keep that in mind Janet and will i mean jokes on whoever <laughs> went into mallory's car she's a badass bitch i wouldn't fuck with her i was like damn you know but yeah at any rate it definitely wasn't me who left the front door unlocked it was probably you uh, subconsciously. and now i'm anxious yeah. because I, I'm gonna did have to we lock the, the front door yeah, exactly. uh, is somebody in Jeanette's room probably i'm We're gonna, gonna ride gonna i'm gonna write the urban legend like hung above our front door so you guys know to lock it and this was their last episode <laughs> <laughs> oh 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 the other urban legend Sorry. that i was going to talk about was Candyman. We can just no, be we like, do. touch base, touch base. Let's touch. Okay. So I watched Candyman last Honorable night. Honorable shout out. <laughs> yeah. And it was actually the first time I've ever seen it. What? I've, n- I've only seen oh. it in parts. Mm. And I think it was a sequel. Like, I don't even think it's a sequel. <laughs> but I, it was crazy because it is based, it's like based in the projects of Chicago, mm-hmm. which is insane. And um, it's basically based off like the Hookman urban legend. Yes. And Bloody Mary, too, with the calling. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, like you say Candyman five times. Which, honestly, in the actual movie, like, he appeared no matter what. But, like, she she never said his name five times in a row. But <laughs> he even in the sequel, he was already released. <laughs> yeah, he was apparently, like, already out Spoiler. and about. <laughs> so maybe that's why you didn't hear the, the naming. Because if you watch the second one and you're not sure. I thought, so <laughs> the whole premise that I thought it was about was, like, Candyman, like, medicine cabinet Candyman. Like, he haunted people who like did drugs but he that was wasn't a, the case like literally that's what i thought i was like oh and then i was like oh it's not it's based off of like this guy who fell in love with the white girl and was brutally mm-hmm. murdered then like definitely these. based in fact because i'm sure that happened i'm sure it's multiple happened yeah in this in the um, ugly history of this country mm. 
They, it was really cool, though. They're remaking it, or in talks of remaking it, Jordan Peele. Then we know it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, if Jordan does it. I mean, <laughs> what he did with Get Out was awesome. Like, it was a nice thriller. And Sorry. See, guys are, what the fuck are you guys doing? <laughs> there was hair. I, thought it, I mean, it's spooky tumbleweed, very on brand. Fuck <laughs> spooky tumbleweed. Don't cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Jordan Peele, if he gets his hands on it, it's going to be awesome. Because he did a, such a great job with Get Out. I honestly think movies based off urban legends are really cool. Because you already have this deep-rooted fear about it anyway, so when you see it on screen, it's just... And you can go so many different ways with different urban legends and kind of make it your own. I think that's why they've stuck around for so long, too. I'm writing a story about urban legends. About a banshee. Oh, nice. So when you finish it, tell me, because I'm definitely going to be that mom who tells my kids, like, you want to be bad? I'm going to fucking get the kukui to get you. Well, I'm writing one that's based off of, like, like three different urban legends in other countries and cultures that's, that's like, about pregnant women. Like, demons eating pregnant people. Yeah, sounds like La Llorona, right? The the wombs. I like the fact that you're incorporating female demons. I feel like, shout out to female villains, they don't get enough credit. Well, lately, I think they have, no? Gays people. Well, gays. the nun. Isn't the nun people. the gays? Oh, yeah, the gays, gays kill people, too. Okay. Well, actually, is the nun so watch like a out. female demon, or is it just the demon? I think she's that, just like a I demon. Mean, I mean, it's a female. Of the nun. I mean, she, she appears as a nun. I don't want to gender identify her because it's 2018. <laughs> okay, she's uh, she's non-binary. She didn't tell us her pronouns. Her, yeah, or, she, oh, she, they, they didn't tell us their Oh, they prefer they. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. Uh, it's getting late. All right. I'm going to go home. It's been real. The nun is a day. We, we can't even go back to that. Yeah, I'm glad definitely. we conjured together Ooh. Ooh, and got to tell you guys a little bit of spooky stories and some of our favorite urban legends. I think we could definitely, like I said earlier, make Have this like a, like a two-part yeah. reoccurring. Kind of yeah. And then also go into more like myths and uh, conspiracy theories as well. Conspiracy. Yeah. I know you yeah. guys wanted to bring or wanted to do the. I definitely. That, I think that was it? the one thing I was. The Montauk. Most... Montauk is an urban legend. No, I feel it's more of a conspiracy theory. Mm, you know what? That is another thing that Which, we could ask the viewers: is yeah. what would you consider a myth, an urban legend, or a conspiracy theory? You know, or because I feel like, like, or are they all somehow intertwined? Because are entwined. We'll figure out which word it works best. Anyways. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's really interesting because when we were trying to figure out what urban legends we were going to pick, a lot of the ones that we chose initially were, in fact, conspiracy theories or myths, you know. So what defines an urban legend and what defines a myth and what defines a conspiracy theory? Uh, I think that's really interesting to figure out, you know, if there is some set of rules that would distinguish, you know, the differences between For the me? three. When I think of a myth, I think of something older. Definitely. Like yeah. old, old. Like, you know, like the myth of um, the lost city of Atlantis, like that kind of thing. And I think, Alex, like you said earlier, urban, is it's in the name. It's more um, current. Mm-hmm. And then a conspiracy theory for me, it's like people still think this is going on like right now, or, now, or now. firmly believe that it's yeah. something that actually took place. Yeah, and it's real. And they're, like, they're convinced that this shit is real. That's good. I like that. Okay. Well, never mind, viewers. No, Fuck no. That. no Maybe I'm just, I'm just right. Wrong. And this is why she's right. No, no I could be fucking wrong. This is my, just my yeah, opinion. Yeah, definitely. Your interpretation of yeah. uh, the definitions of each one. So uh, with that being said, we'd love to hear from you. Comment. Text. Tweet, text. send a, send a carrier pigeon, Definitely do not whatever you want. Like we and hear subscribe. From you yeah, like Make sure and you give subscribe. it a thumbs up. This uh, is our follow YouTube for tutorial. Follow. <laughs> follow for follow. 
MySpace whore train. Let us know. <laughs> With that being said, Ghoul Girls out. No, I'm kidding. So next week for you guys, we're going to be talking about the difference between being in L.A. and New York for spooky season and how we've kind of grown as spook spooksters. That sounds terrible. Spook connoisseurs. Yeah. Oh, I like. Yeah, we're just going to talk about the different you know activities and stuff that we do, like growing up in the West Coast, what we did there, and. Since we moved out here to New York City a couple years ago, what we've discovered out here that's fun to do during haunt season. So make sure you tune in. And thanks for listening to this episode. I won't be here, so I'm sorry about that. Cut him out. She will be missed. (laughs) I will be missed. Thanks for listening. Bye. Ghoul gang out. Bye. Boo bye. (laughs) I like that.